This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Geo coming to you live from the Built Ford's Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. As I try to remember to do the parking because Jerry's, you're welcome, Jerry's alarm is going off. Mm-hmm. So as I do that, I will explain what we're going to do right now. So Al came up with this idea. It was definitely Al's idea. I want to put that out there. Al, Al had this idea. Al had this uh, idea. Uh, to rank, in a way, all the part-time hosts here at WFAN. So now, can I just ask one question? Of course. So you want to do these individually, or can I put them in pairs? No, these are individuals. It's an interesting thing you say there, because I'm having trouble separating C-Mac and Tommy. That's the problem. I got those two idiots screaming at each other. They're actually pretty entertaining. That could be a separate thing where we do uh, a draft of uh, teams. Sure. Yeah, but, but for this but right singles. now, unfortunately, unfortunately for you, Boomer. Business. Yeah, it's it's four. It's four. Your top four, and we have to unveil them in order. And why? And, and, and why? why? <laughs> Come on, that's too much. <laughs> and why? Uh, okay. You just give some reason again, just randomly. No, you know? I understand. I do understand. All right. Well, how? Since you're really into this and really have the rules, why don't you go first? All right. All right. So this is uh, four part-time hosts. Now, I'm going to actually read the entire list off for the listeners. I'll do that first. And also, this does not. So, like, Salicata does not count. Keith McPherson does not count. Zach Gelb, Da. People who are full-time here... Don't count. Or at CBS Sports Radio, Zach Gelb, another one of those examples, those people do not count because they're full-time hosts. We're talking about part-time hosts. Okay, so this is the list. Pat Boyle, Brian McKeon, Danielle McCartan, Chris McMonagall... McGonagall. McGonagall. Tommy Lugauer, Fleegs, Hoffman, Chris Lepresti, Sean Morash, Connor Green, Brian Rascona... E.J. Stewart, Emmanuel Babari, Lori Rubinson, Peter Schwartz, C.P. The Franchise, Ricky Ricardo, Kim Jones, Sonny Carton, and Colin Russo. <laughs> so I would take Kim out of that. She's got a full-time job right since she started writing. Has she been here anymore? She has not. She got that full-time job at Newsday. She used to be here all the time. I haven't heard from her 
That's she right. She's not allowed, I think she's not allowed to host here any longer. She's off the so list. She's off. off yeah, the list. What do you mean so? she's not allowed to host? I don't know here. about that. I just know she hasn't since she took that job at Newsday. Yeah, but you didn't say that. He said. I that. thought that they said that she they wanted her exclusively over there. That's that what I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, Either way, she hasn't been around. The fact that she's writing for Newsday on the biggest radio station in America, sports radio station, America. That, that's completely stupid. <laughs> Well, anyway, Kim okay. Jones, by the way, at Newsday now. Okay. So we're going to take her off the list? Off right. the list. All right, oh, she's, off so. the, all right she's off the list. Uh, okay, Al, so uh, you go first. All right, number one in uh, going in order, Brian McKeon. He's a needler. He annoys a lot of people here. He ticks off the listeners, and I like him. Okay, you love him. Now, love it. He the people on around the radio station like his peers seem to he rubs them the wrong way off the air. As but that's well. good. Most successful talk show hosts rub people the wrong way at certain times. So I'm going to put him one on the list. Okay, number one for Al Dukes. I have, I have, I have, gonna, how many people on the list? Four. I no. How many people on the list? Oh, this whole list is like twenty. I have twenty. I have met twenty. <laughs> you have met number twenty. Yeah. Huh. Well. So basically, what I need to Working do is from go home, out yeah, there and start rubbing the people the wrong way. No, no, you're a different yeah, breed. No, yeah. You're, you're, you came from a different world. Oh, I see. Celebrity okay. world. Yeah. Yes. This is, this is, uh, you know, he's. I'd love to get his background. He probably was had a terrible childhood. Don't show up for work. Yeah, like he's cocky now. He's like, now I'm a host. I don't do the the producer work. Yeah. So I think you would not like that. That would be off putting to you. You would think, but. I'm so annoyed by most things on the radio. I like him. <laughs> All right, it's fine. This is your list. Yeah. This is your list. Okay. Number two, Pat Boyle. Okay. Put him on the list. Pat Boyle. Yeah, Pat Boyle. He's right. got a lot of energy. He's uh, got a lot of... Uh, he, he's learned in that short time from working with Sal. He's taken some of that Sal energy. Number three, Tommy Lugauer. I've listened to some solo shows. I would hope he could keep it up every day for multiple hours, but from what I've heard of him, he's very energetic. He uh, gets the callers going. I like Tommy Lugauer. Okay. And number four, I'm going Sean Morash on my list. So there it is. It's uh, Brian McKeon, Pat Boyle, Tommy Lugauer, Sean Morash. All right, in that order. Okay, very good. And basically, what do they all have in common? Uh, well, most of them are scream a lot. Yeah, and plus they piss people off. And piss people with. off, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, Pat Boyle, not so much anymore. He did originally, but not so much anymore. Yeah, he's really turned that, it around. That's why he's number two on my list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Eddie, you are now up. All righty. Well, I have seven former interns on this list. All right, so you need I to, hired. All right, so you have to narrow down four. No, so I'm not choosing any of them <laughs> because I, oh. I can't. No, that... Eddie, you would hate this if someone pulled that move. It's a fair point. Um, so just do your the top four. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the sort of the new guy, the unknown, from what I heard, that brief interaction, the CP of the franchise. So he's number one, even though you've never heard of him. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Taking a chance. <laughs> then I'm going to go for Sonny Carton for other reasons, but you can't say on the air. <laughs> and then we're going to go, I agree with... Uh, Al about Pat Boyle, and then E.J. Stewart, who I've heard a lot filling in for Sal. Okay, so those are your those are your four. All right, Eddie had a different type of tact with this, <laughs> um, but that's Eddie. So that's Eddie's list. Okay, uh, Jerry. Um, so I had trouble with one, two, three. 
Okay. <laughs> but here's, uh, then there's a four and a five, <laughs> and then six and down. You sound like Omar. Exactly. Um, I'm going Rascona one. Oh, nice. I actually find his energy um, quite refreshing. He yells but doesn't yell at you. I think he gets his point across. I like Rascona a lot. Very well spoken. Hmm. I'm Tom. Mm. Two, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Maresh. Okay. I find him oddly annoying and an attention-seeking whore. Yep. But I also think that he's pretty damn good when he's on the air. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, especially when he's doing football. So I am going to go Marash too. Three will be Pat Boyle. I'm with Al. The energy is off the charts. Uh, I think his takes are very, are very good. And I do, he's, I've come around with Pat Boyle. That's where McKeon's got a chance here. Yeah, I agree. Not yep. yet. Right. And four, because he sounds so professional and so well-spoken, I'm going CeeLo. I think he does a really good job. Now, okay. the problem I have with Tommy and Chris is I, I can't say, I've never heard either of them really solo. Together, I like them a lot. Okay. Yes. I don't feel like I've really heard them solo. Well, Chris uh, has done a lot of solo shows, but oh, they're like Saturday nights and them. stuff. Yeah. I he don't does really the hear bridge Chris, show, but which I never hear. Yeah. So okay. they're kind of out of it for me because that's a team and we're not doing teams. Okay. So they were kind of eliminated. I think they're good as a team. I think they're I very really good do. as a team. So do the I. The reason I like C Mac is I kind of feel like he's a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? He's, he's flat, but he's also like somewhat condescending. Like Malus condescending. Moose used to be with the callers. Yes. yes. I mean, that's the, if a program no, I, director told me I was flat and condescending, no, I, mean, I would what, not what be I mean two by, things I'd want to hear. I don't mean the necessary. No, condescending's good. Yeah, not necessarily it negatively is. flat. I just like his his um, his sense of humor is sarcastic. <laughs> I kind of feel that way. Yeah, I hear. Listen to Chris McMonagle on the fan. He's flat, flat and condescending. Well, he, <laughs> by the way, that flat and condescending is third on my list. Okay, so why don't you go with your list then? So yeah. I got Ruscona number one. Wow, I nice. got Fleegs number two. All right. C-Mac number three. And uh, Pat Boyle, number four. All right, do you want to give a little bit more in depth why you picked Ruscona well, number one? Well, I, I think Ruscona's like Al said. I And... Uh, I think he's got a lot of energy. Okay. I think he's he's going to fight back with people, and he knows his stuff. He he's a very passionate fan, and I do that. I do work with him on the kickoff show, and I do. He is locked in. He knows exactly what's going on. All right, perfect. All right, here we go. Here's my uh, my four. Uh, number one to me is undisputed. I actually think that my number one, at least on my list, there's a big gap between one and the rest, and that is Sean Morash. I think Sean. Has learned his craft. I think he's goofy, but he the one thing he needs to do, I think, is just he might step in it with something stupid one day, so he's got to get a little bit smarter. But I think he's learned his craft. He is not he is ready to go into that number one situation, not just a sidekick. And he makes me laugh both on and off the air, and he's a very passionate fan. So Morash number one. Number two, I've got Tommy Lugauer. I think Tommy's energy is great. He cuts through to me when he's on. I want to hear what he has to say, and I'm never feeling like he is struggling at all. He's just, boom, he's got a plan, he's talking, and he's just cutting through, struggling on the air. Craig muzzles him during the show. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so when he gets that opportunity, you know, it's like it's like the dog after you rescue it, you know, <laughs> running all over the place, it's out of the, out of the crate. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with Chris McMonagall. He has done a really nice job with his career. He's doing all these shows now, and I think that he... He's, he sounds like WFAN, and he sounds like an afternoon guy on WFAN. He's got strong opinions, big Yankee fan, knows what he's doing, and he does, I'm not going to say he's flat and condescending, 
but he definitely has like sarcastic. Sarcastic. Yeah, sarcastic. He's definitely he's definitely sarcastic, and he's he's a guy that's funny. And number four, I actually thought this was going to be an outlier for me, but everybody else picked him. My fourth guy is Rascona. So Brian Rascona made my top four. He's number four. I think he needs more opportunities. I'm did anybody you take so? Boyle. Did anybody make? Boyle. Yeah, I do. Everybody's list. No. Not everybody, not, there isn't one person that made everybody's list. Correct. There were three Rusconas. Mm-hmm. There were three Pat Boyles. Four. There were four no, Pat three Boyles. Boyles three Pat Boyles. Pat Boyle, by the way, is my honorable mention. I have number five next to him. I, I came down to Boyle or Rascona, and I ended up going with Rascona because Rascona's a little bit older. Um, and I think Pat is very good. But he's my honorable mention. He's yeah, number five. Yeah, Marash, Rascona, and Boyle, three. I made three lists, Lugauer and C-Mac, two lists. Yeah, really. So there you go. Three if they're a team. Yeah. So they, yeah, there you go. Hey, listen to this Tommy solo now. Yeah, I think he's. I think Tommy's good. I like Tommy, and his voice for whatever reason appeals to me. I don't know why. It's like he's sort of like that. You know, like that. Okay, I'm a Long Island guy. I'm over here. Hey, take a look at me. You know, it sort of appeals to me in that way. Yeah. Uh, all right. So there's the list. How about so, and how does C Max sound? Flat and condescending. Yes. <laughs> It's what <laughs> Boomer says. Those are Boomer's words. Yes. Um, and, but I uh, meant sarcastic more than anything else. Right, right, of course. So there's, uh, did, do you feel like, uh, Al, anybody was really snubbed here on this list? Uh, no, I don't see any snubs other than uh, Brian McKean only appearing on my list. Okay. And uh, no, Bat Boyle is on four lists. Everybody but Geo's. Man, he was number five for me. Definitely number five. So he's he, that was a good good showing for him. Uh, do you feel like uh, Flegelman got snubbed at all? Should he have shown up on a list? I thought he was going to show up on Eddie's list. He's on my list. I have him in that next he's year. He's on my oh, list. Oh, he is on your list. Yeah, I'm, he's sorry. On my list. I'm sorry. He's on Boomers, yes. Okay. If I may critique, I think there are... I think being able to do a four-hour show by yourself is a skill of which I do not have. But to get to the next level... That's what's that's what's separating some of the some of the hosts that are on the list to not on the list. What do you think? think? Like CeeLo could do fifteen minutes and that's it. What What do you think? No, I just no. He clearly can talk for four hours, five hours. But I think to get to the point where I can't wait to hear what so and so has to say about the Jet game or the Giant game. I don't know that 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 we have that with all of the hosts. Yeah, and uh, so you're putting like Fleegs, excuse me, Fleegs, Hoffman, and CeeLo in there. Yeah, they could all. Do more hours than I could do on the air for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. So uh, th- those are our lists. So congratulations to those who made it. Nice. And everybody else, keep working hard. That and a dollar gets him a dollar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to radio, where we tear you down and pay you nothing. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Orin Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got Jerry Recco back in with us. He's got another update and moment of the day. What's going on, Jerry? We are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. Nick's heading into the all-star break on a high. Hunter hangs, missed it. The challenge by Toppin. Brunson bobbles. Toppin trailing. It's another three. Knicks by 20, timeout Atlanta. And they'd win by 21, Ed Cohen on MSG. Knicks beat the Hawks 122-101 to for their third straight win. Jalen Brunson at 28, Julius Randle 25-11. and And R.J. Barrett didn't shoot it all that well, but he added 17. Here's Tom Thibodeau. The uh, big players played big. Our leaders did a great job to start the game. I thought R.J.'s aggressiveness, Julius, is, uh, Julius with his aggressiveness, and I thought Jalen with that set the tone for the game. Jalen doing what Jalen Brunson has done all season long. Here was Barrett, three straight wins into the break. Getting this win um, before the break is, is was really important to us. You know, we were able to come out um, hot to begin the game, and then that just kind of was able to sustain us throughout the course of the game. They made a run. And yet they had enough and still won by 20 points, so it wasn't even that close. Um, Isaiah Hartenstein played well off the bench as well. Knicks 33-27 and 27 right now on the sixth spot. In the East. Not See how- that uh, Kevin Love got bought out and it looks like he's going to the Heat? Now, I don't know if that's going to make them much better, but the Heat's one of those teams they that... They play anymore that much? No, I mean, listen, they're trying to get back up into the mix here. For they, sure. They want to get a, one of those seats. But the point being, like from the Knicks' perspective, the Heat's one of those teams, if they see in the playoffs, they got to beat. I agree. They have to beat that team. Now, the Nets, if they sum up, end up with them, they got to beat, beat that them. team. Yeah, sure. They got to beat them. Uh, the Cavaliers... It'd be they interesting. Could beat the Cavaliers now, though, with the way that they are constructed. That'd be the interesting. Fact that Hard is here now. I think they definitely could. Beat I would the say if you're the Knicks, get to five, and you got a chance to win that first round series. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. four, five. What I want. I mean, because six, three, you're basically you're at, you're out of the mix. Yeah. So Philly, get to Boston, Milwaukee. Get to either the four or the five. Win a round, and that would be a spectacular year. I really believe that. If you get to the second round of the postseason, you have a really good regular season, end up four or five, and then build next year and maybe get another piece and really compete in the Eastern Conference, that, that to me, is is what they should be striving for. I, I think that with with the point guard that we have now, we can play with anybody. I really, I, well, I really, I, you know, I'm not saying that we can't, I, we can't stop Embiid, we can't stop Brown, we can't stop Tatum, we can't stop... Giannis, those three guys, yeah. I get it. But after that, we can play with anybody. Yeah, that's the problem, though. Right, I, I, know. Know, I understand that. And, and, you know, the fact is, is, look, it would be awesome to have a Nick Net playoff series and then us sweep the crap out of you guys because <laughs> you guys are basically done. So the Nets awesome. last night showed the heat they weren't done. Bridges has it, right corner, shoots the three, and knocks it down. It's all going down oh. for Brooklyn's Bridges. For Mikel. And then he would score 45, and the Nets beat the Heat 116, 105. 17 of those 45 came in the fourth quarter. Cam Thomas off the bench added 19. And this is something you don't hear often. Now we know he's a good defensive player. Here's Bridges talking about scoring. That's lovely. However, defense always comes first to me. Um, I could play 
40 and if I give her every bucket, I'll be pissed off. Still kind of mad I gave her a couple buckets, uh, lacked a little bit. But always defense first. I mean, defense first. That's what we like. Not many guys like yeah. that in the league. No. Man, that has changed. A little Three bit. and a half years. <laughs> they didn't play much defense. I think Adam Silver gave him a call and was like, hey, defense first. Jerry. No, 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 no. no. Shoot the ball. Jerry's like, they didn't play much defense. Jerry, they didn't play. They didn't play any defense. That's not true. They played 11 games together, the three of them. <laughs> <laughs> they played 17 games together. Is that right? That was 17, yeah. It, was, it wasn't much. Yeah, the three were, of them, yeah. Harden. Yeah, I think it was thir- they were like 13 and three, I think, or 13. Oh, no, I know. When they played, yeah. it worked. Yeah. They just yeah. didn't play. And, and even when Durant and Irving played, it worked. Yeah. But even that didn't work out so well. No. And what is, I mean, it must have been really bad behind the scenes. I would love <laughs> to know what it was. Yeah, I mean, is anybody doing any reporting on that? I mean, nobody, I Shams or Woj, or nobody's talked about the, anything. I, they're, they're back into nobody caring yeah, about the Nets at all. Now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, exactly. They're gone. It's, it's irrelevance again at this point. Well, they did win. They're 34 and 24. We'll see if they can hang in there after the All Star break. Um, Lakers beat the Pelicans 120 102 as Anthony Davis and LeBron keep that win. Nikola Jokic, a triple double. Nuggets beat the Mavericks. Kyrie Irving, a big DNP for back tightness. Uh, Celtics beat the Pistons. Jason Tatum had 39 and Joel Embiid went over 10,000 career points. He scored 29. Sixers knock off the Cavaliers 118 to 112 and the Spurs lost again. That is 14 straight and 19 of 20 as they fell to the Hornets 120 to 110. Some of the baseball from yesterday. Mets pitcher Max Scherzer. He's uh, he's, he's up there in age now and he's still doing it and he's going to try and continue to do it. You got to be nimble on how you train and uh, figure, and for me it's you know figuring that out exactly everything I got to do and um you know but that's that's the fun part that's a challenge uh you know you got to figure yourself out in order to be durable yeah you know that that word right there is inspiring me for tonight my first pickleball match nimble that's what i'm gonna be is is tonight at uh pickleball hall in sayville i'm gonna be nimble out there you see you watch i hope you don't come in with a limp tomorrow i hope you're okay yeah, he'll be all right. Yeah, I was at short space quicks, man. Space quicks. That's right. You're there. I mean, I know you say you're a good ping pong player. Yes, but you don't move too well. Right. So both those things are true. How about your partner? You're going with? He is a tremendous athlete. Absolutely tremendous athlete. But he's had a back surgery. Oh. So he's for a uh, which guy is this now? A batting practice, oh, batting hero. practice hero. Um, but uh, yeah, he's got. Uh, so he's a little bit worried. I'll tell about you what, he was the. I that kid is a great athlete. Uh, when the game's not on the line, yeah. Once the game starts, <laughs> see is that true? Well, he didn't have one softball. That game. was Izzo too. Yeah, remember true. Izzo was hitting bombs in in batting practice, and then he popped up three times in a row, and you popped everything up, killed him. Yeah. I didn't kill him. I'm just like, hey, man, you know, not like not knowing who you are. You got yeah. after him pretty good. And my friend Brian, uh, batting practice hero, he was hitting them into the net there at Seaview. One after another. Donk, donk, donk. And you never saw him play. You made him lead off. You're yes, like, you're a, lead off you're a lead off guy. And then man. he's hitting little dribblers back to the pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unbelievable. And then Izzo's brother also showed up one game batting practice hero. Well, you don't. I thought he was okay in the game. No, he was pretty good in the game. He was. I mean, but, you know, again... This is what happens. People overestimate how good they are. Yeah. And they tell you, or they overestimate a friend of theirs. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, like I know 
I know he's good. He just he choked in the big spot. Yes. I gave you two suggestions, and they were both outstanding. Kirsch, yeah, but he Kirsch was like the Tasmanian devil Maybe. on the outside. But he can, in the outfield. He's running everybody over. But he can play. Oh, he can definitely play. And he was and he was focused. And I told you CeeLo can play shortstop. CeeLo was great. Yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate it. you were a very good scout in that regard. <laughs> Izzo's brother was like 215 pounds of gabagool when he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Izzo's brother. Oh, man, he was beefcake. That was over in Jersey, right? Yeah, he wasn't fat, but just like, you know, strong, thick, strong, like, you know. Just like Izzo is. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this as you go into your pickleball match tonight. Once upon a time, I did a mini triathlon. <laughs> and once upon a time, I came in last and I got passed by a 79-year-old woman that looked like she could barely walk. And she finished ahead of me. Yeah. If an 85-year-old man shows up to play you tonight... Don't take him for granted. Yeah, I know. That's what everybody's saying. Actually, Allie was talking to me about it before. She said she went, she had to fill in for her sister. Yes. And she saw there was like 75-year-old women that they were playing. And they're, boom, and they're Kicking slamming the ball and killing her. So that's what I'm thinking. I was going to start betting people right off the bat. Like, hey, you know, old man, 20 bucks around. <laughs> I'm telling I you, man, do don't, don't blow out your heat. Don't, do not blow out your Achilles or anything. I'm not going to try to do that. But and how about this? So I had to go, I was in the hospital in Manhattan the other day for mm-hmm. just something. There was a just something, yeah, something. You went to a hospital in Manhattan for just, just for something some, for some tests. That's why I wasn't here Tuesday for testing. There was a ninety-seven-year-old man that was checking in as well. That was nimble. That's a good word. Mm. Walking around like he was thirty years younger, and so you know, he gives the birthday, and the woman's like, "Excuse me." He's like, "Yeah, it was like March something, nineteen twenty-seven." March fifth, nineteen twenty-seven. It's not S O M E R S. But he was in great shape. A guy like that might kick your rear end. Yeah, no, without a doubt. They play, but I'm in the beginner one. I mean, it's it's the beginner. I know, I understand. So they they probably shouldn't be kicking my ass, but we'll see. Just don't underestimate anybody. I no, that's I all. Yeah, that's all. You wearing a headband? No, no. Much <laughs> no. of a douche I would look like. <laughs> here was uh, here's Scherzer again talking about the young guys coming into camp. When you walk through those doors, make sure you know what you're here for. You know, you're here for the contract. You're here to win. And if you're here to win, trust me, the contract will happen. So that's all you got to know. Now here's his counterpart, Justin Verlander, who gets to work with Scherzer again. I'm uh, I'm really excited. We we sat down for lunch yesterday, talked for a little bit. We've been working out a lot together. Um, we're in the same gym. We kind of we kind of have a separate routine. Think those two old guys are with any of the young guys at any point? No, right? No, of course. I mean, Justin Verlander's like I'm making forty three million dollars a, a year. I'm I'm stupid Kate Upton. Like <laughs> I'm going to pitch a couple years. I'm going to retire. What do I care? <laughs> I don't care if we win 70 games. I don't give a crap. He cares. He wants to win a World Series. He doesn't care. He's yes, he already done that. He's done it, been there. Do what it else is to prove? We want to do it again, man. Yeah, well, of course hey, you want to do it again. The fact that he came back from Tommy John surgery so late in his career, all that tells you all you need to know about who he is as an athlete. That's I'm telling you guys. He to cash in. Why did. did Tom Brady continue to play until he was 45 to cash in? No, because he wanted to continue to win Super Bowls. Yeah, I don't could. think it's the same. Same thing. Yeah. Same mindset. Yeah. Here's Pete Alonzo. A lot of questions about uh, his contract, maybe next year or whatever. He's just not comfortable discussing it. There's a lot of speculation, but for me, I just, I'm just happy. To, I'm really happy to, to be here. I'm really happy to be a Met, and I, I just... I'm really looking forward to this year. It should be a good season, at least you would think that. Good season so far for the New York Rangers, who right now are in the midst of a nice run. Made it six in a row last night in Vancouver. Tarasenko, Sabanajad, Kreider, score! Oh, is that a beauty? That's just how you draw it up. 
That was perfect passing and a great finish. And I know a lot of these guys are saying they didn't play a great game, but in the end, they win six to well, four. They gave up four goals. MSG. That's the thing. They, you know, you you want to win with defense. I know you want to you want to score, but you know they say Jerry defense wins championships, and Igor wasn't great last night. And dealt with the Canucks, you know, one of the worst teams in the West. You still won on the road. Here's yes. Gerard Gallant. We had four days off, and we weren't great tonight. We, we defensively, we hit, we give up some chances that we shouldn't give up, and you know, some play we didn't play as, as sound as we usually play. So, but again, we scored six goals, we made some real good plays, and uh, we were in control of the game for most of the night. Artemi Panarin scored twice, a couple of goals for Mika Zibanejad as well, six straight for the Blue Shirts. College basketball, you had number one Alabama lose to Tennessee, sixty-eight fifty-nine, and one more time, your guy Andrew Bogush on the call as Fordham wins. Wisenberry got low, Charlton sets his. Feet, gives it back to Quiz. Bottoms for Darius Quisenberry. Fordham by 10 again. And that was and on the Boogish. Quisenberry Boogish. Quisenberry is the perfect bogish name, isn't it? <laughs> the quiz. The Quiz. Quisenberry Boogish. Oh, Bogues doing a nice job. He's on TV. On too. SNY. Yeah. How cool good. is that? That mm-hmm. is great. So they won 78-63 as they beat St. Bonaventure. And uh, number 18, Indiana, who was playing great basketball, lost on the road at Northwestern last night, 64-62. Boo Booey with the game-winning hoop with two seconds to go there. Time now for Moment of the Day, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. A couple of hours ago, we did find a new sound from Kansas City. Turned out to be a TikTok sound, but we didn't know at the time. Chiefs had their parade in Kansas City. Here was Patrick Mahomes looking to get Nick Bolton on the stage. You explained to me the noise that you hear in the middle of this because I can't put my finger on it. Nick Bolton's a little shy, so we're going to get him up here. There he goes. Like Al, <laughs> Al, you at the? That was not him yesterday. That's not like a porno. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's the like first what? Thing. Porno. Yeah. <laughs> Bolt's a little shy, so we're gonna we're gonna get him up here. There he goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it's someone. Tr- I think that's what they're trying to do. Is like recreate like a porn actress Yelp. <laughs> This is those who I have it isolated. There he goes. Oh, Oh, that is funny. (laughs) That's one of those things you could do there, uh, Jerry. Porno or Al Duke's laugh. There you go. Moment of the day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We had our part-time WFAN host draft thing uh, at 9 o'clock, and Peter Schwartz was not taken by anybody, and he is upset about it. His Twitter account, he goes, he feels like he was left out. He did a crying gif of something, so... Uh, so we knew that there was going to be hurt feelings going into this, Boomer. Well, we said so. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I think that's what Al was looking for. He was, exactly. He was looking for some hurt feelings, he was ruining people's days. That's what he was looking for uh, this morning. So Peter Schwartz's day is ruined now. And I'm still trying to figure out why we went down this road. What, what, what was the, the impetus to this path? I've been thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> oh, you have been? Yeah, and it's also February. Yeah, right. And we were talking about the people that were filling in with Evan this week. Oh, that's right. They were running people through here. And that was then Al's trigger to then bring this up. Yeah, like we sometimes, like I sometimes think like, if I had to start a whole new radio station, who, and I could only bring one person to start it. You know, they go like, if you were going to start a franchise, which quarterback would you want? Oh, yeah. It's that same thing. thing. That kind you of get thing. Into that, yeah. yeah. And so this has been on your mind for how long? It's a while. A little, I mean, a, a while, while is like, what, a year, year, yeah, year, year and a half? <laughs> year, year and a half, yeah. Underovers and... Really, when... Underovers. Started putting all, like, giving people shots. That's what has been on my mind. I see. And, you know, and I've noticed that Spike has done that. He's yeah, given like a lot that. of people shots. Yeah. 100%. So, good program director, throwing things out there, see what sticks, see what works, see who's prepared, that kind of thing, yeah. What I don't understand is two guys that have worked with us plenty have not gotten a shot. And I feel like both those guys would be good on the air is Big Zoo and Gallo. There's, everybody's gotten a shot. Those two guys have not gotten a shot. Have they asked for a shot? I, yeah, probably yeah. not. Yeah, you have to. I think if you ask and, you know, you give them a little demo, I think... Yeah. It would you'd get a shot, Yousef. Uh, Mr. Spike, <laughs> I have to, to be free this weekend. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Happiest man in sports. <laughs> he, he could do it. Yeah, I think. See, I, I think those two should get together. You know, we had one is saying, oh, one is the hundred percent. Yeah. Those two guys should get together and be a team. And do some shows together and see how that works out. Uh, why wouldn't they? I mean, they could do that. I don't know. Sports yeah. fans, for sure, okay. without question. Weird voices, though. I think great voices, both of them. I mean, very distinct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They could talk. I mean, you could call it the We Here show. Right. Right? Yeah. We Here and We High. <laughs> On the fan. On the fan, yeah. <laughs> it actually could be a pretty good show. It's Anthony Gallo and Ed Arzuman on the fan. Smoking weed, talking sports with you. I mean, Tommy Lugauer has come a long way from those Molly days at uh, City Field. Doing hard drugs at baseball yeah, and all games. that stuff, yeah. Maybe that's one of the reasons why he's good today. 
Yeah, maybe. It opened up his mind, in a, in a way. All right, uh, Dan is in Carteret. We haven't talked to Dan in a very long time, so we'll see what type of trouble he's gotten himself into. Dan, do you need uh, to be bailed out? No. Why would <laughs> I need to be bailed out? I don't get myself in any trouble. <laughs> All right, well, what's on your mind and today? Haven't, and you haven't talked to me in a while. It hasn't been that long, but you didn't take any calls during Super Bowl week, which I was a little bummed out about when you were at Radio Row because I wanted to rejoice in, you know, the Kyrie trade and the Nets falling apart and then the Durant trade because I called all that and everything. And Yeah. Well, you could do it today. I mean, who cares? You know, just do it now. Well, I mean, the time I was told out the reason I was calling in was because of the Yankees because you talked about the Yankees earlier, but that was so long ago. I feel it's like irrelevant now. It's like, you know. Yeah, but there's really no state of the Yankees just yet. They're just getting started. Well, there's a state of the Yankees in terms of the point I wanted to make is the thought process of how they're going into this season is they were the hottest team for the first half of the season last year. You guys remember that we were talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah, that. of course, historic, yeah. Historic, historic season they were going to have, better than the 98 Yankees, and then they fell off once uh, uh, their closer setup man, King, got injured. But what they're thinking is that if the guys that didn't produce last year, like Donaldson and Hicks and the guys that did produce last year, you know, they're going to have a great season. They're not worried about, like, Montas. He wasn't there last season when they were on fire for their first half. So they're just the, – the, the thought process from Cashman and the Yankees brass is if they perform like they did last season and with the guys that didn't produce actually produced and they got their fingers crossed in that with Donaldson and Hicks, and then they're looking to have another phenomenal season with hopefully no one getting injured. But – the Montas thing is nothing to worry about. Well, I, I agree with you. And, you know, the, yeah, but the thing about the Montas thing is that any Brian Cashman detractor out there is going to use that as their argument to say that Brian Cashman sucks and that he does not deserve the right to actually rebuild the Yankees in the way that they need to be rebuilt. Uh, yeah, you're doing Brandon Tierney right there. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't like where the Yankees are at right now. I think that they could have upgraded in a number of places and did not. Uh, I mean, Montas was brought in last year to be a big factor in the postseason, and that failed. And you thought maybe he'd be able to contribute this year, and now you're not going to see him this year. But I mean, Donaldson and Hicks, you can't be happy about that, Dan. Come on. Oh, oh no. Oh, I'm not happy about it. I'm saying that what what Cashman is thinking based on his off-season comments is he thinks that it didn't fall off for Donaldson. He doesn't think it disappears just because of one bad year from what he did before he came to the Yankees, and he's hoping Hicks produces. That's what they're banking on is for these guys to perform well along with the guys that did perform well last season and have another you know great hot season that, that doesn't fall off after the All Star break. But uh, that's I'm not excited about them. I, on paper, I'm not excited about anything really. I mean, they got Ron and they signed Judge. So we'll see if uh, they can do what they did last year but continue it longer. And then you obviously, you know, get past our nemesis, the uh, the Astros. But I have a, a, um, a request I'd like to make to you guys. Okay. Go here. Okay. And then that, re that request is... Can we stop it with the Rodgers talk to the Jets for crying out loud? I mean, Jesus, I can't take it. You yeah, know, I listen, it's Jets a big story, man. It's a big story. He's interesting. He talks all the time. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things, man. And, like, if Aaron Rodgers ever came to the Jets, it would be amazing. It would just absolutely be amazing. Geo, the Jets aren't going to have a good quarterback till you're 60. They're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he is uh, quoting the great Al Dukes about the Giants and the offensive line. Listen, I understand. If you're not a Jets fan and you're a Giants fan and 
your season went the way it did with the Giants, and you expect, hey, it's going to be, you know, Daniel Jones is going to come back. Maybe you're going to get Saquon Barkley on a franchise tag, something like that. Like, you're like, ah, all right, enough of this. Like, our team went to the playoffs. We won a playoff game. All you do is talk about the Jets. But Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is one of the bigger stories that well, we would see. Like, it would be like Brett Favre coming to the yes, Jets. Right. It was huge. And the thing about it is, is that, remember, you know, you could say baseball and hockey and maybe even to some extent basketball, they're all regional sports. The NFL is the behemoth. And last year in the offseason, with all the quarterbacks moving around and everything happening, it was fascinating. And we're getting ready to get into that now. And the first domino to fall, I think, is going to be Derek Carr because he's ahead. He's about a month ahead of free agency. Mm -hmm. So he's being wined and dined, I'm sure, right now. And he's probably trying to figure out where is the best place for him to end up. And I just keep saying for all of these quarterbacks, and this is uh, Aaron Rodgers included, no matter how great he is, you remember, if you are in the AFC, you are dealing with at least eight top-end quarterbacks, not including yourself. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And you got to also take into account the Sean Watson is now in Cleveland after playing as many games as he did last year. You got to believe they're going to be better. You got to believe that Kenny Pickett's going to be a year better. You got to believe that Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson are all going to be better. I mean, think think about what it's going to take to get to that AFC Championship game, most likely in Kansas City again. <laughs> yeah, but as we talked about with Rodgers before, like he's not going to shy away from that or back down from that. And if he wants to play somewhere else, he's going to look at it like, hey, you guys got to deal with me now, and I'm going to be on this new team. But he may look at it, maybe he does look at the landscape and say, staying in Green Bay or retiring is better. But I don't, I don't see that. I think... I think he's going to want that new challenge, and I think it's going to end up being with Devontae Adams with the Raiders. I think we're on the same page with that. We've been on the same page with that. And, and if, if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, if I'm one of those guys, those second-tier guys, I would definitely be like, if I could stay in the NFC, I want to stay in the NFC. And the one thing I will say is that while Aaron Rodgers may say that the Adam Schefters of the world and the Ian Rappaports of the world may not know what his inner world is thinking, you know, those guys do know what the Green Bay Packers are thinking. And I, you know, there's a prevailing thought that the Green Bay Packers are done with him. That they're, they're, they're tired of all this. Yeah. So that part of the equation is probably in, in, in already in place. Now it's just a question of Aaron saying to them, hey, I want to I get moved. I mean, I just, I guess any relationship, you talk about bands over the years where everything works out great. And you're thinking, man, these, these teams should stay together. This band should stay together. They're pumping out great music, but the personalities conflict. I mean, from the outside looking in, it's like, why? Why would he want to leave there? Why would they want him, uh, you know, gone somewhere else? And I guess it has to come to an end at some point, but he can still play. The only reason that they stunk last year was because he got hurt. That thumb injury changed everything for them. Uh, they had a bunch of young guys that he was playing with and he was frustrated with. <clears throat> I think that uh, they got better as the season went on. That Christian Watson turned out to be a pretty good player. Yeah, he did. And yeah. he started to figure it out a little bit more. And I think they would probably end up drafting a, a, you know, a wide receiver in the first or second round. It shows that you can draft a wide receiver in the second round and that guy can turn out to be a stud like T. Higgins. Sure. Uh, you know, like uh, Debo Samuel, mm -hmm. all these guys, second round picks that have turned out to be great players. You don't have to get a wide receiver in the first round. Right. Absolutely. And you also don't need to get a running back in the first round. Where we've talked about but these first round wide receivers have turned out to be pretty damn good. Too. But to, to go back to that story in regards to Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, you know, 
I don't care if you're a Jet fan or a Green Bay Packer fan. If you are an NFL fan, you are in it. You want to know exactly what's going on. And yeah. that's, the, that's the thing about the NFL is that this free agency period, the draft, everything leading up to all of this uh, is just as much fun as the season is. Oh, th- th- absolutely. I mean, it's uh, these leagues now with everything and the free agency. and uh, I mean, every league. Has it's it's a year round situation. The NFL has really made it that way. Schedule release and everything else, and the of course leading up to the draft. Do you think Derek Carr is going to take some time with this decision? Or do you think we find out quickly? Because I think every team that's involved with this would love to get this done like next week. Well, that's the point. I yeah. think most teams that are in on this want to know whether or not he is up for it. <clears throat> and if he is up for it, they're going to want him. Like, like I'm just saying, if it's Frank and it's the Carolina Panthers. They're going to want him there, and mm-hmm. they're going to want him to learn that offense. They're going to want him to immerse them, himself into that organization and that community. That's all because he's going to be part of the selling of the Carolina Panthers, the sponsorships, the season tickets, and things of that nature. So whether it be there, the Saints, uh, the Jets, or wherever, these teams want that answer so they know what they're getting, what they're selling. Because if the Jets find out that Derek Carr is going to Carolina, now they got to turn to you know page two or page three in the in, in the in the uh, in the event that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come here. Yeah, and I to me that's a really bad scenario for them. I mean, and that that's why earlier this morning I brought up Justin Fields because that's the after Rodgers and Carr. I think that's the best you can do with yeah, the but, guys yeah, who are but available. There's no way they're bringing in another young quarterback. But, I mean, but isn't like, the point to win? I have the perfect. <laughs> I think the perfect scenario for them, obviously, would be Aaron Rodgers for a year or two. Uh, would be Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe the fallback for a year or two. It could be Baker Mayfield on a short-term contract. I mean, that kind of thing kind of makes more sense to me than going out and getting Derek Carr, who would want a four-year guaranteed deal. Sure. Yeah. That that does not make any sense to me if you believe that uh, you know somehow, some way, you know Zach Wilson's going to figure it out. And that's the biggest part of it. I don't. And that's why I don't think they would bring in like a Justin Fields if he were available for trade. See, if I were Joe Douglas, I would have I would have cut bait. And people could call me, you know, saying that you didn't give him a chance or, you know, this this is he needs some time and you screwed him up or whatever you want to say. I don't care. I I, I this is my job. This is my time. I can't wait on this. Kid. I know, but here's the thing. Joe Douglas, this is his life. This is what he eats, sleeps, and drinks. Yeah. Every single day he wakes up thinking about how he can make the Jets better. You know, every GM is doing the same thing for the other 31 clubs as well. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's easy for us to sit here and say, cut bait, get rid of the guy. It's not that easy within the in the the context of what his job description is. It's just not that easy to do that. And Dan and Carteret called up and said, stop talking about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. And we just spent another 10 minutes talking about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Because it's a big story in the NFL, just like last year, you know, with Russell Wilson was a huge story in the NFL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t